how I fathom spitting. Uh -huh. Like you ain't in my league to mention, pull out the savage written. This is my aphorisms, plus I got bad intentions. Call it the thirst for more and store Mojave vision. At times I'm on the H the Gandhi kicking. So pour a cup of that life liquid that's ever so omnipresent. Other times I'm on this beat, gon' catch a body mission. Like Sun ain't listening, then we hit them like Sunny listen. But nah, let me call my diction. Hello and welcome to the Two Guys Podcast, episode 381. I am one of your hosts, Brandon Niles. And I'm your other co-host, Dwayne. How you doing today, buddy? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty good. We're going to talk a little NBA, uh, even though the NFL season is about to start because we like to be topical. That's what we do. We're going to start our NBA uh, division previews. We're going to talk Atlantic division, which should be fun because there's lots of storylines to discuss about that division. And the order could really fluctuate. So uh, we're going to get into that. But the most important question today, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. We are recording this on football day. Football happy day. Foot, happy football day, everybody. Yes. Very exciting. It's back. I'm Football's excited. back. We have talked at length about the season. We've given our predictions that are d destined to be wrong. Destined. Um, so we're going to dive into the basketball season today because basketball starts in like 44 days. It does, <laughs> which is crazy. So we're going to have to do these divisions. We're going to have to get through these divisions pretty quick. I think we can. Um, I was I I started looking through it this week, and started looking through the East, and boy, this is gonna be tough. It's <laughs> it's gonna be really tough to try to narrow this down to eight teams because I think there's a lot of teams that could make a case that deserve to be in the playoffs in the East or th that are in the mix at least. I feel like with the play-in game, it helps us, right? I feel like it I don't, helps I, us because we could just be like, yeah, throw them in the play-in game. I still don't count the play-in game. I don't yep. count it. But if if I like, say I think there, this team, you know? if I if <laughs> this is a good, <laughs> this is a good, uh, you know, warning for the show. If I say I think this is a playoff team, that means I think they're one through eight. I don't count nine and ten. Okay. Okay. All right. That's the thing because nine and ten, you could you could make you could get into the playoffs, but you're not a playoff team. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to call the can we call the two playing spots in the East the uh, the Charlotte Hornets Memorial uh, playoffs berths because that's <laughs> where we're destined to be for the next five I like years. It. <laughs> <laughs> they created those two playing spots specifically for the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> Um, so the, the Atlantic division though, four teams made the playoffs last year, four were yeah. in that top eight last year, including the number one and the number two and the number four seed. So, uh, should be interesting this year. Uh, where do you want to start? We always start with the bottom team. So where are we starting this year? So be before we get to where we want to start, I, I want to say, I, just, let's just get this out of the way up front. Okay. Okay. Uh, set there's. There's there's only eight spots, so I'm gonna I'm gonna name some teams, okay? Okay. Philly, Toronto, New York, Brooklyn, Boston. That's five. That's five. That's that's your five in the Atlantic. Yeah. <laughs> Milwaukee, Chicago, Miami, Atlanta. That's seven. Oh, that, that's you. Be that's nine. nine. That's nine. Yep. That's nine teams, and that's <laughs> there's only eight spots. Yeah. <laughs> so there's nine teams. We've not mentioned Indiana. We've not mentioned Washington, who, you know, both could very well still be in the playoff hunt. And we've not mentioned any other team that may make a jump, maybe a Charlotte, 
maybe a Cleveland, spoiler alert, a team I'm really high on. Um, so yeah, nine spots that of teams that I would say you could argue are guaranteed a playoff spot. So somebody's got to miss, Brandon. Somebody's got to miss. Somebody has to miss the playoffs. That brings me to the number five seed in the Atlantic Division. The Boston Celtics. Oh, you went Boston. I love I'm it. going Boston. I love it. You have Boston out of the playoffs. I have Boston out of the playoffs. Oh, I hope you're right. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't think, I, I just want to get this on record. You don't yes. think that Josh Richardson puts this team over the top. <laughs> I mean, listen, he, he is a juggernaut, right? <laughs> It's very, it's very possible. I love, I got, he's, I, the missing, he's the missing piece. I got to tell you a quick juggernaut story. Um, Let's do it. So I was in the military. My buddy Boss and I, uh, we knew this guy. And I wish I could remember his name because he was a great guy. And he was a friend of ours. And I love this guy. And he was like this chill, really just calm, cool, collected individual. We enjoyed his company. He was a really yeah. nice guy. Uh, kind of a bigger guy, but not somebody who was like huge, right? Just kind of. Okay. Uh, and. We were all talking about, like, nicknames one day and kind of jovially, like, talking about, you know, because we're not actually giving ourselves nicknames, but, like, joking about it. Like, what would we want to be called? And it, it's similar to, like, when we talk about what do you want your intro music to be, and I always say Cold as Ice by M.O.P., right? Um, <laughs> okay. Not serious, right? But I find I find it funny for that to be my response, right? Like, if I was entering a room and cold as ice, you know, all, all you hear immediately is uh, you ain't cold enough to freeze hot slugs when they run an opinion. Like, if that's what came on when I walked into a room, I feel like that's entertaining and, and It enjoyable. fits. Yeah, that it fits, fits you. It's perfect. I'm cold as ice. Um, I feel like I identify with MOP. Annie up, Dwayne. Annie up. But Annie up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but, um, I so this guy, his we asked him, and we're all like like talking about. We asked him, what what would your nickname be, right? And he, with zero delay, like this was something he'd been waiting for the, his entire life, said the Juggernaut. And we, <laughs> again, zero delay, most cool, collected, like chill individual we we talked to. We laughed. And laughed and loved it, and from then on was called the Juggernaut. Yes, <laughs> he managed to nickname himself, and it was the Juggernaut. I will allow confidence. it. And you know, I have a rule that you can't give yourself a nickname. In this yeah. case, I will allow it. It was, it was, it was the the fact that it came so fast was amazing. It was amazing. with confidence, like yeah. he's thought about it. Like, like it's yeah. not even that he's thought; it's been decided already. The Juggernaut, and like there like, was no, I mean, there was no doubt. There was no doubt in his mind. When we said nicknames, it was like internally he said, this is my moment. This is what I've been waiting for since I was a child. The juggernaut. No delay. It, has it, been was, written. it was perfect. It was perfect. You are henceforth now and forevermore, my friend, known as the juggernaut. <laughs> so it is written. <laughs> okay, so Boston, Josh Richardson, the juggernaut. Josh Richardson, Go the on. juggernaut. My, my, sorry for the uh, uh, you know foray into something else. No, he's he is now the juggernaut. The what juggernaut. Um, I just I don't think this team got better. Um, they were already kind of not good last year. They did sneak into the playoffs. They well not sneak. They were the seventh seed. And then they won the game to get in. Again, it's really stupid. The seventeen has seventh seed has to win another game to get in the playoffs. But agreed. that's neither here nor there. Yeah, agreed. Um, they made the playoffs as, as a seventh seed. And I think a lot of other teams in the East got better and this one didn't. And I think that the teams above them that I have above them are all, you know, deeper. Now, 
they do have two of the best young wings in the in especially in the conference, but in the entire league. They have Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Those those two guys alone are enough to keep you in any playoff hunt, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Those two are of, interesting enough. And and you know, Marcus yeah. Smart is a really nice piece to add to that. Yeah, team, and they you know? and they they re-signed him this offseason, which did. was smart. Uh, no pun intended, because he's a really <laughs> good player for them, and they can they can still trade him if they need to. Yeah, very um, tradable contract. Uh, they did bring in Dennis Schroeder, who I like. I like. I like that pickup. I think Dennis Schroeder has been so grossly overrated because he played for the the, the Lakers. Like, it's a reason <laughs> no one was giving him eighty five million dollars, guys. <laughs> like, like, everyone remembered. Oh yeah, that's Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> um. They brought yeah, back Ennis Cantor. Brought back Ennis Cantor, who's just Ennis Cantor. They Robert Wood, Time Lord. They resigned Time Lord. They brought back Al Horford. All of this. Ooh, they, all they of this to say this Williams roster too. very underwhelming. Say what? Robert Williams. That's like fifty million for four years. Is that? Did they have to? That's do fine. That? Yeah, they probably had to do that. What else are they gonna do? Yeah, I guess you're right. What else are they gonna do? I just feel like he hasn't actually played any good minutes in the in the NBA. Yet. He's been. He's been he's one of those guys that's like he's just he's he's this is the year. This is the year that he makes the leap, right? He's one of those guys that you say that about year after year after year. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. this is the year. He's gonna make the leap this year. Maybe he does. I actually like Ty Lord. I think he's a really good he's their what, third five? Second five. Yeah, he'll play he'll probably play over Cantor. Um he'll probably he might even start. Al Horford might be the backup. Yeah, he might start um, over Horford. Very possible. Um, Horford's probably done, but I think mm-hmm. he's a good guy to have in the locker room. Sure, yep, yeah, doesn't um, hurt. I love me some Peyton Pritchard. I'm I'm still buying the I'm biting the buying the the the, the annoying Peyton Pritchard hype. That kid can play. I think for what Peyton Pritchard, um, uh, for where he was drafted and what his role is, I think he had a very good rookie season. Yeah, I think that's very very true, and I I think he's only going to get better. Yeah, um, and he can shoot. The problem, I mean, you, you always have a job if you can shoot. The problem for this team, man, is just it. I don't feel like they're very deep. Once you get past their top like four guys, it's just a bunch of guys, and you need one of these guys to make some make some kind of a step that I just don't think is there. Uh, Aaron Neesmith, who was my guy coming out of Vanderbilt out of college, I really liked. Uh, Robert Williams, we talked about. Josh Richardson, Dill. Like it's just it's very very underwhelming to me in a conference that I think is going to be tougher, and someone I've got to put someone out. Someone's got to be out. Mm-hmm. So well, I I think it's bold and I love it. I think it's great. <laughs> I love this boldness because um, there's going to be people. There's a lot of people who think that they are still a threat to they'll make the conference final. I think they are much closer to the play-in game than they are at the conference final. What do you think of them shipping off Carson Edwards? I mean, Chris Dunn wasn't really a big piece for them anyway, but Carson Edwards yeah. was someone that a lot of Boston fans were high on going into. What do you think of them shipping him out to get Juancho uh, Hernan Gomez from the Grizzlies? It, fine. Again, just another. He was just another guy. Another like, guy. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think losing him really hurts anything. Now I will say, over the last like they did, they they got rid of Kemba. They traded Kemba. They did. They got rid of Tristan Thompson. Yeah. Like. So, like, over the past, like, three or four years, like, they've lost so much talent that they just 
haven't replaced. It's true. Like, even if you go all the way back to Kyrie leaving for nothing, and then last year, Gordon Hayward leaving for nothing, and yeah. they traded Kemba, they sort of got something back for him. They traded Tristan Thompson, they got stuff back for him, but still, like, it didn't... They, they've they, not they, re- they didn't get anything back for Kemba. That's right, it was a salary dump. You're right, yeah, you're right, they, you're right. They, they got didn't. Horford, and they gave up a first. Yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> so. <laughs> you're absolutely right. Um, so they've just been, like, bleeding talent over the last couple of years. All-star talent. All-star level talent. Like, not just losing rotation guys. Like, they've lost starters. Yeah. They lost They lost an all-star starter, replaced him with another all-star starter, and then lost him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And had to give up a first to get rid of him. <laughs> had to give up a first to move his contract, yeah. which immediately got brought out. And then he went to the team we're going to talk about next. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I'm just, I'm out on Boston. I just, you know, I, I know a lot of, you know, there's a lot of reasons to still like them. Jason Tatum, I think, is could potentially be, if I'm wrong on this team, and, you know, they are towards the top of the East, Jason Tatum is, a, I think, a stealth MVP candidate, because they're only going to do that if Jason Tatum absolutely blows the doors off of the league this year, which I think he could. I think mm-hmm. that's possible. Um, I think that he has the capability to have a Luka-type effect where he just carries a, a bad roster. To a conference final. I think Luka could definitely do that. Yeah. Um, Jason Tatum can be that good whenever he's good. But he's just overwhelmingly him. And I just don't think him and Brown mesh very well together. Okay. They seem to like each other very much. Which is good. But it, there's too much duplication in their games for me. I, would, I, would, I wouldn't want to see them play together. But Isn't that, isn't that kind of just to... I, and I don't understand basketball as well as you do um, by any means. But... Um, isn't that kind of the point of them, though? Is that they're both yeah, it is. knives and they're they yeah. supposedly yeah, yeah, yeah. Make their plug and play? Sure, sure. That's that's the design, right? Mm-hmm. Is to just is to have both of those guys who can do both of those things. I don't particularly like it, yeah. but but that that is the design. You're I I will also say in your defense, they're talking about how they're going to miss Evan Fournier, and I, nothing against yeah. Evan Fournier, but if you're talking about how you're going to miss Evan Fournier, you you have more issues on your roster. Yeah, the reason they miss Evan Fournier is because they didn't really replace Evan Fournier. It's not that you miss Evan Fournier. It's that what, who, who takes that load? Yeah. No one. There's no one on that roster that can step into that spot. You, maybe Neesmith. You want Neesmith maybe to take a step into that. But yeah, there's just, I, don't, I, I just, it, it seems the roster is missing <clears throat> Bradley Beal. <clears throat> you know what I mean? It's like... <laughs> You add another piece to this roster, another, you know, guard that can create his own shot, and maybe you got something here, but it, mm-hmm. it ain't Marcus Smart. I'm sorry. It ain't. Marcus Smart <laughs> is phenomenal at what he does, and he's a great part of a team, right? But, um, but you, you, wanna, you want a scorer to go with him. That's what you want. You, you need more than one scorer. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, you get my point, though. I do, yeah. I know what you mean. Uh, it's, it's spicy to leave Boston out of the playoffs, and I also love it. So I'm going for it. It may be terribly, terribly, terribly wrong, but I would also like to say I also left Toronto out last year. You did, and you were very smart, and I laughed at you for that. I've learned. <laughs> I've learned, Dwayne. I've learned not to mock you. I could be very wrong. I could be very wrong. But I'm going to be eating on that Toronto prediction for for years, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I got you. I got you. I'm higher on Toronto this year if it does it, if it makes you feel any better, Raptors fans. It does make me feel feel better. We're about to see the MVP season of Gary Trent Jr., so. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we yeah. are. 
but before we get to them, we uh, I might we have become to... a Raptors fan. It's very possible that that is the team I shift to. I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm just saying it's possible I shift to the Raptors. You are, you are, you are Blazers through and through. It's true. It's true. I'm just, I'm not pleased with my team right now. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I, 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 I've been there. Yeah. I'm a Bobcats fan. I've been there, buddy. <laughs> it's true. It's fair. <laughs> but, you know, the Raptors, they, they got a lot of guys I like. They got, they got, they got Gary Trent Jr., right? They got, they got Pascal Siakam, who I like. Fred Van Vliet, yep. I can get on board with. OG Ananobi, yep. I like him. Liked him coming yep. out. Uh, now they got Precious Achua. Um, you know? God, they got they, a little something so, That team is so loaded. They drafted my guy, Scotty Barnes. That drafted Scotty loaded, Barnes. Man. Yeah, I'll probably just root for Toronto now. <laughs> they, they're at least my second East team. So, Second favorite. You don't have them second in the East, you mean? Yeah, yeah, second favorite. Yeah, oh. Char- Charlotte's my favorite East team. Yeah, And then second favorite is Toronto. I was like, you, he's like, if you have them second in the in the East, like you are more bolder on them than me. I don't have them second in the East. No, well, I, I like bo- them. I could be bold because I don't know anything anyway. So <laughs> that's what it works. <laughs> uh, next team that I have, I have at my fourth seed, fourth in the in the in the in the division, uh-huh. the New York Knickerbockers. The New York, okay, all right, you've got them for, them fourth in the division. Do you have them in the playoffs? I do. Okay. I think that I think this is a playoff team again. Um the Knicks, you know, I I've mocked the Knicks. I've I've done my you? fair share of, no. of mocking the Knicks. No. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I've mocked the Knicks. I've said some 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 fairly unsavory things about the Knicks. <laughs> um But they got better. They just flat out got better. They yeah, brought back the their thing. guys. Huh? Yeah, that's the thing. They were they were good last year. They they're well coached and they got better, so it's hard. Yeah, to, well coached, hard to be too. Got down. better. They resigned Burks, resigned Noel. They brought in Fournier. They resigned uh, what's their uh, Julius Randle to yeah. a contract. I, I do not. I like that contract now. I will not like that contract in two seasons. But <laughs> two. <laughs> <laughs> um. Brought in Kimba Walker, who Kimba's not the Kimba that he was in Charlotte, I don't believe. Injuries have just started to catch up to him. That's but a on no a risk. buyout contract yeah, for no almost risk. no risk makes, a perf- makes perfect sense for them. Um, so the question is, if we think they were, they were a five seed last year. Four seed? They were the four seed last year, I believe. I do think they take a step back simply because I think teams, I think a team, teams like Toronto are going to take a step forward. They're not going to have a, a, a down year like they did last year. Atlanta's going to be good from the jump, I think, this year. I think they're going to be higher towards the top of the conference. Chicago's definitely going to make a step, I think, this year. They're probably going to be better. So I'm, my step back that I'm saying I'm predicting for the Knicks is more of a step back because everyone has taken a step forward. I think the Knicks took a step more laterally. But they got better. You know what I mean? Yeah, so no, I'm not, I, I get that. I think that I'm, not, I'm not saying I think the Knicks will necessarily be worse. I'm just saying I think that, you know, some of these other teams I think will probably be better. But hats off to Tibbs for taking what was a, a, a big pot of nonsense and turning it into a, a very nice gumbo. Yep. He, he did a very, very good job. And who knew all you needed to do was never take your starters off the court? That's it. <laughs> That's the that's the Tibbs way, man. It's the Tibbs way. 
<laughs> Didn't I read? Uh, this may be wrong, but I think I read something that uh, uh, his starting unit uh, averaged the highest minutes per- minutes played together of any starting unit in the league last year. Yeah, yeah, I, I, absolutely. I believe that. I don't know that, but I believe that. I completely believe that. Um, <laughs> starting I, five men: Kimball Walker, R.J. Barrett, Evan Fournier, Julius Randle, and Mitchell Robinson. That's solid. That's a yeah. solid started five. Man. I know Julius Randle averaged more minutes than anyone per game last year. So that sounds right. That sounds right. <laughs> that's that. That sounds good. It's good for now. It is not good for long term. And he did that with RJ Barrett too. Man, he was just running RJ Barrett to death. Poor RJ Barrett. Yeah, Barrett was sixteenth <laughs> in uh, in minutes played per game. So Ugh, thirty four point nine minutes played per game. So, um, where do we stand on RJ Barrett? I, I think it's too early to be like it, like to be out on him, but I yeah. I think it he doesn't look like he's gonna be uh, the generational talent, right? I I think yeah. I think he still very well could be the second best player on a championship team. I think that's fair. So he's not there yet, but I think he I still think he can get there. If I gave you a who'd you rather right now? Ooh, I want it. I want that who'd you rather? Who'd you rather, RJ Barrett or Manuel Quickly? RJ Barrett. Okay. okay. I, I just think he does more. I, I think what what his potential is is harder to replace than what Emmanuel quickly does. It's fair. It's fair. It's fair. Yeah, I'm just checking in. Just checking. <laughs> <laughs> just checking. Just checking. Because there was a point last season where I checked out on RJ Barrett. I'm backing off of that. I'm not checked out. I I think he's a good player. I just he's just not he's not the alpha give him the ball and let him win the game for you player that I think a lot of people wanted him to be. But I think he can be Jalen Brown. Yeah, it's fair. You know who else I really like on this roster? Obi Toppin. Yeah, so he had such a a, a roller coaster of a rookie season, right? Like, yeah. Like early on he looked lost. Like like completely lost. Yeah, like like he was gonna be like a Thomas Robinson type of player, right? Um yep. but then by the end of the season he was you know, it seemed to kind of click for him. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping for good things for him. I really like him. Like he's a likable kid. Seems like a good, seems like a good dude. Yeah. His game, crazy is fun. long athlete, yeah. lanky, lanky can just play, can guard three plus three spots, can guard yeah. wings, can guard bigs. Yeah, and I'm like, always I, like he's Mitchell the kind Robinson of guy you need too. on your team. Say it yeah. again. And I've always liked Mitchell Robinson too. Those two together is really fun. Yeah, I think it sounds like Kevin Knox could be had from them for the right price. See, that's I was going to ask you where we are on Kevin Knox because he's more of a uh, than Barrett, yeah. You know, and what I, I mean? think I think Kevin Knox is he is like a good player, but I think he's like he falls victim to that thing that often happens on bad teams where they get a rookie that looks decent on a really bad team, and then the team will improve and the player doesn't necessarily. So now he looks worse. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think it's just kind of one of those things that he just is kind of victim of that circumstance. I don't think he is nearly the player he looked like he might have been as a rookie simply because that team was worse. But if you put Julius Randle, Obi Toppin, and you know Mitchell Robinson in a rotation in front of him, he's mm-hmm. probably not going to get that many minutes. You know sure. what I mean? Sure, that makes sense. But I still, th- I still think he could be a, a very effective player. So. I would try to steal him if I could, if I, if I was a team that needed a, a big wing. 
Yeah, what's he, what do you have to pay him? You think? Because he's um, they're gonna have to make a decision on this quali- year. So Ugh. next year they, they they can do the qualifying offer, right? So he's restricted next year. So uh, I I just wonder what he's gonna cost. Like I I don't know if he's gonna be expensive or not, but I I could see somebody swooping in and giving him too much money. Yeah, I think he'll get some money. I don't think he's gonna be a coveted free agent, but I could see someone swooping. In. I think the Knicks probably keep him honestly. Okay. They probably okay. they probably match or they may maybe they work out something an extension because he's a solid player. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe they ma- maybe they match if if they let him go to restricted free agency. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would I would love to have him on my team. I think he's 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 a good guy to have around. Again, as long as you're not expecting, you know, starter above average minutes from him. Mm-hmm. He could be that, but I I wouldn't bring him in expecting that. Yeah, they're gonna have decisions to make. Mitchell Robinson's up next year, so they're um they're gonna have hey to make Mitchell a Robinson. Hey hey Knicks hey. If you can take one piece of advice from this podcast, pay Mitchell Robinson. Don't mess pay, around with this. Pay Mitchell Robinson. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you do, like bigs, if you got a big, just pay him. I know it doesn't I know it may hurt. It may suck. This is what Cleveland did with Jared Allen. I thought for sure Cleveland was gonna let Jared Allen walk, but they just paid him. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Him. That makes sense. Sometimes you just pay him. <laughs> I get it. Same with John Collins, right? Everybody thought yeah, they were gonna John let him Collins walk. too. They were like, no, nope, we're just gonna pay him. Atlanta makes a little less sense. Well, cause because the, the the thing that doesn't make any sense in Atlanta is drafting on Yako Kongwu that last year. Makes like, that's zero, what doesn't make any drafting sense. him. No, <laughs> trading. <laughs> they traded for uh uh oh what's the guy's name? Clint Capella. Yeah, who's and who's then drafted great. a Kongwu yep. and then paid Collins and then paid Capella. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that yeah, that's what doesn't that make doesn't sense. That doesn't make a whole ton of yeah. sense. But you know, uh, on, on the flip side, you know, I do kill teams for um for worrying too much about fit. So maybe yeah. you know, I, I I can't really be too bad because all those guys are good players. Like Okungwu was probably the best player on the board. I mean, we'll see if he yeah. develops, but he was probably the best player on the board. They must have just looked at it and said, you know, we don't have giant holes on our roster, right? We have guys at every spot, so let's yeah. just take the guy highest on our list and figure out the fit later. I guess. I can't really kill them for that. You know what I mean? And, and it worked can, for them last year. So. Yeah, and Okungwu, he, he, he's been hurt up and down. I think he's yep. hurt again now. Yeah. But he he uh, he uh could play some hybrid for them. They can put him, you know, they want to go like a kind of a big yep, lineup. Four, he can five. play some three. He can play some four. He can play some five. So, I mean, I, I there are ways to get him on the court. But, I you know, I don't remember who they took over him, but who they took him over. But it, it, it does seem like they could have addressed it a different position. But he's fine. I like Okungwu. That, that, that's just a lot of money tied up now in your front court rotation. That, that's that's my only concern. But they're set. They're going to get DeAndre Hunter. We're not talking Atlanta yet. But they're, they're going to get DeAndre Hunter back. Trey Young has just signed his super backs. He's there for the next five years. They're set. They, they, they're, they're set to compete for the next five years. So they're good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So we were talking. Uh, I forgot. Knicks. We, Knicks. We were talking Knicks. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I I think that's fair. I could see them finishing higher, but I I think it makes very, I think it makes a good amount of sense. So it's just yeah, I could also you know you mentioned we were talking briefly yesterday. Like I could also see the Knicks sliding back. Yeah, and not you know last year being you know just magic in a bottle. Tibbs first year. This year, guys get burned out. Guys tired playing so many minutes. Well, the argument um, for that is Julius Randle had a career year, and so he did. whenever guys do that, when they it go from you, being right? yeah. one player for their whole career to a different player for a year, you're always like, is this is this the new them? 
or is yeah. this the anomaly? And it's always a question. You just you never know. The quarterbacks in the NFL that want a quarterback comes out of nowhere and has a crazy year, and you're like, okay, is that what he is, or is yeah. that just a crazy year? Yeah, because <laughs> it happens all the time. Running backs do happens all yeah. the time. So you know, it it wouldn't shock me if Julius Randle falls back to the mean a little bit this year, and maybe he's not an all star, maybe he's not a you know all NBA player, but I still think even if he is average, Julius Randle. The thing also about Julius Randle, we talked about this last year when we were doing our doing our uh, previews. He's a 2010 guy for most of his career. Like he's yep. just a quiet, get it done, Zach Randolph kind of a quiet yeah. 2010 kind of a guy. I don't expect him that to really change. Yeah. I think that's just kind of the player he is. What changed for him last year was what he did passing the ball and doing yeah. playmaking. You know, I mean, he averaged six assists last year, which yeah. is just uh, absolutely. You know, that's something I think most experts didn't really think he had in him, myself included. And I'm not an expert, but I, I definitely <laughs> didn't think. I think you're. I, I count you in the experts. I think of <laughs> when I think of Zach Lowe. Yeah. Zach Mark Lowe. Stein. Yeah. Sure. And then Brandon. That's I that's would, my list. I would call myself an above casual fan. That's what I would call yeah. myself. So I, <laughs> I would say fair. I'm more, more than a casual fan. Don't really know the game that well. I know football much better than I know basketball. But so, you, so you're Bill Simmons. <laughs> Bill Simmons. Sorry, that was a that was a cheap shot. I'm Bill, sorry. That Bill was, Simmons that was has become to be the J.R. Smith of of um, <laughs> sports analysis. Right? He's an enigma. That's what it is. He's an enigma. Early career J.R. Smith. Not 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 NC T golfer J.R. Smith, yeah. who, I, who I love. So, Aggie legend J.R. Um, Smith. J.R. Smith. Wait, hold on. J.R. Smith update. He, uh, he, tw- he I saw he posted a tweet about all that he's learning in his African-American history class and how much his eyes are being opened. And I'm like, oh, no. He's getting the real HBCU experience. This is dangerous. <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm concerned now. Wait a minute. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's that's a pretty good that's a pretty good town. You and I both have lived in that yeah. town. You uh longer than me. And uh yeah. and you went to that university. That's a pretty good town to learn some history. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's yeah. It's it's, it's, it's where the sit-in movement started. So yeah. if the, <laughs> if you're going to if you're going to learn it from somewhere, it's probably from there. I remember going to college there. And this building has been since been torn down. Scott B, the residence hall. When I started there in the late 90s, early 2000s, and you could walk past Scott B and still see bullet holes in the wall where the police were shooting at students after the protests. Jeez. It was still, the the bullet holes were still in the wall. Jeez. (laughs) So, yeah, there you go. Oof. But yeah, six assists. That's a lot more yeah. than he's ever yeah. averaged. Sorry, Julius Randle. I took yeah. us a really left turn there. You took, us, you took us down a, a a path to a different podcast. Sorry. Which I'd also do with you. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> It'd be Light-hearted. another podcast where I'm basically just there and you bring the actual content. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I like the, 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 all, all that to say. I think the Knicks make the playoffs. Don't think they're a threat to to make the conference finals. Teams are better than them, but I I do like this roster. Yeah, I think they've got a pretty wide range of outcomes. I really do, and it could 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 be really good. Um, and I hope they do well. I like this team. I like the Knicks and my Knicks fan friends like Eric Stangland from Not in My House and 
uh, Josh Rodriguez for the dime. Like I like my Knicks fan friends. Like I, I want them to be happy. Yeah. So yeah, I just uh, Knicks, Knicks fans are, if nothing else, passionate about their team. True. They Very love true. their team, and they've been through some bad teams. Just like I'll never, ever, ever. If if Nick fans are jerks on the internet, I give them kind of a pass. Because you've been through a lot of abuse. This is how I feel about Hornets fans when Hornets fans are jerks online. Like, you've earned the right to have one shit post. <laughs> like, yeah. You've earned it. <laughs> so I feel like I've found two different Knicks fans on the internet, right? Um, one is the sensible, we know who we are, we just want a plan to be excited about. Yeah, fan, yeah, right? yeah. And they're very endearing. And then the other one is the every player wants to play for the Knicks obnoxious Oh, my God. Tra- oh, Nick my God. Fan. That's it. So um, constant array. Of how Zion is going to play for the Knicks tomorrow. Yeah. Like, not not Zion's going to leave in four years or Zion's going to leave in two. But but we're going to get Zion next year. He's going to force a trade to the Knicks. Yep. And we're going to get Zion. I, yep. And and that makes no sense to me. So I struggle with that. <laughs> so. I'm shocked we've not heard more Ben Simmons to the Knicks chatter. Yeah, I think it's because national consensus is that Ben Simmons sucks. Yeah, I think that's what it is. So I think that's where people are going with it. You know, even been, though Ben Simmons is very, very, very good, and we're gonna get Ben to that, Simmons. But. My favorite. We're not. We're not quite at Philly yet. But my favorite Ben Simmons uh, anecdote that I've seen so far is that Ben Simmons has declared that he wants to get traded to one of the three California teams. I know that's and amazing. That I lo- every that statement says everything that you need to know about Ben Simmons and the Sacramento Kings because you know he's not talking about the Kings. You know he's not. <laughs> And also the NBA in general. It says a lot about the NBA in general. Because <laughs> this is all when he them. says yeah, when he players. says three California teams, he ain't talking about Sacramento, yo. <laughs> they should trade him to Sacramento just for fun. It's like, that'd be fun. I'd enjoy that. Be like you said one of the California teams. You said one of the California He said yeah. three California teams. Where Sacramento's in Nevada, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I wanna I wanna I, I, I just want to say, everybody, and I, I've had to do this with Dame trades, too. So, Zion is on his rookie deal. I just want people to know this, right? Yeah. So, if he were to – so, his only option, right? He could force a trade, theoretically, but he, he really doesn't have any leverage for that, right? So Nope. So, the, the, really, the soonest he could do anything is two years from now, he could decide to take the qualifying offer instead of signing a long-term deal, right? Yeah. Um, or he could sign a deal with – another team to which New Orleans would absolutely match it, right? And that he'd be in New Orleans longer. So it, it's not, he can't go sign a restricted deal and then leave, right? Because no. New Orleans, he, he, that would effectively <clears throat> put him in New Orleans longer, right? Yeah. So in two years, he could take the qualifying offer and then the next year become an unrestricted free agent. And if he does that, he loses like, I don't even know what it is. It's like $40 million that he loses. It's, I think it's more than that. I think it's like is 60, it, basically. Is it, yeah. yeah. So it's a ton of money he loses if he does that, right? So the soonest we could see Zion on another team is 2024, right? That's the soonest. And it's unlikely because he'd have to give up a lot of money to do that. And that's on a body that doesn't look like it's going to age. That might be his only chance at a true max deal. And it's, 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 it's worth mentioning that no player has ever done that. So Greg Monroe is the closest, right? Because Greg, Greg Monroe that, did that. Again, I stand by my statement. Yeah. <laughs> but but I'm, that's what I'm saying. He's, he's the only player 
Um, and, and it's a cautionary tale because it didn't work yeah. out for him. So. No, he should have taken. He should have signed his extension. <laughs> yeah. So you know, those stars, even the ones that were disgruntled, right? And and even Anthony Davis, who successfully Anthony Davis, yeah, successfully absolutely. talked his way out, um, wind his way out successfully, right? Um, two years left on his deal. He was still with New Orleans for what? What six years? Six years he was there. Yep. Yeah. So, just with the Zion leaving thing, just know those are the options, right? It's not, the NBA is not structured in a way to where you theoretically can, can force yourself. Out. And I think teams are going to start holding that line a little stronger. I really do. I think teams are tired of it. Teams probably oh. look at what Houston got for, for Harden last year. And yeah. are probably like, you know what? Let's just let him sit in the corner and pout. Like, honestly, okay. I, I do think eventually that's going to happen because it's getting Let's- old. Let's bounce through this next team really quickly because I want to get into that discussion when we talk okay. Philly. Okay. Because um, I think that that is a situation that we are going to see it come to a head. At some point, yeah. I, yeah. I just think teams are going to get tired of it. <laughs> because, because especially with the Ben Simmons thing, the value for the trade that they want isn't there. Yep. So, there's, so you have a – we're not going to do this right now. But you have a franchise that is in no urgency – has no urgency to actually trade their player – and the value that they want for the trade isn't there. So I think it's very possible that they tell him to just not show up to camp. Yeah. And like if, and, and because there's no need for them to actually trade him. He's on contract for four years. Yeah. Just like they don't have to him. trade him right now. Yeah. And if he's going to be a jerk about it and, not, and, and doesn't want to show up to camp, I would just say, fine, don't show up to camp and we'll work out a trade for you when there's one available for us. Yeah. And yeah. go and into the season. Find him if you want. <laughs> find him if you need to, whatever he wants to do. Go into the season, wait for, you know, maybe Portland underwhelms and they are more amenable to trading CJ McCollum then. Then you can make that move and you can pr- and, and move forward then. But until then, there's no need to trade him for 40 cents on the dollar when the, he's got four years left on his contract and he's unhappy. Yeah, like, exactly. I, I really, Maury is smart enough to know he doesn't have to do that. Yeah. Him yeah. not coming to camp is an option in this case. Yeah, I, I, um, I, I really do think we're going to start, especially, like I said, I look at that Harden deal, and I just think to myself, you know, Houston really got nothing for James Harden. Nothing! That was such, it, it, it just, uh, I hate it. That's my least favorite part of the league now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think if they could redo that, they'd go back and be like, James, you go sit in the corner and pout. Just go let, care. yeah, let them sacrifice checks. Yeah. If they want to do that, these guys have a ton of money. Yeah. If they want to, that's this is honestly, if I Portland, it's what I do with Dame. It's like Dame seems as though he's gotten it together, and he posted something the other day like I'm back, I'm ready. Yeah. It seems like he's gonna lock in because he's not, he's not that kind of guy. He's not gonna do that. We yeah, always I, do that from the beginning. I kind of think this with Dame was him setting up the setting up the shift away from his brand which his brand has always been quote unquote loyalty, loyalty which i yeah. have a problem with that phrase in sports but um but that's been his brand right yeah um i think this was him setting up a shift from that and also him saying to neil olshay hey i'm not a given you need exactly to, yeah you know, which is fine. I, I, I don't like anything about this offseason, but I don't have, like, ill will toward Dame or anything like that. And like, the, I, I even get why he wants out. Like, I understand that. The big difference between, I think, Ben Simmons and Dame is that Simmons is not the guy in Philly. 
I feel like if if it, if it was in B that we're in this situation with, I think that the conversation is different, right? Probably because yeah. they don't want to trade. Joel Embiid, but they probably would be fine trading Ben Simmons. They were almost traded him last year for for uh for James Hart. So it's it's yeah. not like they are opposed to trading Ben Simmons. And if you're Ben Simmons and you know that, of course it makes you upset. Like you like yeah. you guys also, crapped all over me after we lost in the playoffs. Yeah, that's and you the tried thing. to we, trade me. Yeah, that's the thing. We also have a situation where the team like crapped on him and then allowed everyone within the team to crap on them, including the star player. And then yeah. the media who's crapping on him. Like, yeah, I get it. I under, I completely understand why he yeah. doesn't want to go back. Yeah. Like, like it, it's an interesting side. Normally I'm on the team side with these trade demands, but like with yeah. Ben, I'm kind of like, yeah, I get it. I completely get it. I do think, I do think Philly needs absolutely no, uh, you know, list from you on what teams you want to go to. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want to hear what team you don't want to play for. Because what are you going to do if they trade you to Toronto? Like you don't want to go to Toronto. What are you going to do, Ben? You got four years left on your deal. You don't have another yeah. trade club. What are you going to? You are going to play. play. Yeah, you're, you're going to play to whoever they trade you to. Yeah, and you're going to and you're going to like you're going to like playing for an organization like Toronto. Like it's <laughs> that cracks uh, me up. Yeah. Let's let's briefly touch on Toronto. I know we just talked Philly, but let's briefly get Toronto before we dig into the Sixers. I've got Toronto third in the conference. I think I'm I, I'm willing if you are just hear me out. I'm willing to just toss last year out. Are you re- are yeah. you willing to do that? Yeah, they weren't playing at home, and there was some strife, and you know there was COVID. Us. Yeah, there was. COVID. They were in Tampa. They weren't in their home. There was a lot going on with Siakam. He wasn't happy. There was some, you know, some disciplinary Lowry rumors things. every day. You know, trade rumors. He got suspended. Kyle Lowry was. Is he going to be here? Is he going to leave? Let's just toss the whole season out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm willing to just toss the season and start over. That is a good basketball team. They they were a good before that, and they're going to be good now. They bought back Gary Trent. They drafted one of my favorite players in the draft, Scotty Barnes, who is a, a two-way wing that is going to be able to guard and score. They somehow stole Precious Achua from the from the Hawks from the Heat. Yeah. I don't know how that happened. And, and and got Goran Dragic too, who can play. And got is Dragic still there? Did yeah, they not there. trade him yet? He's still no, there. He's still there. He can play, and maybe they move him. I don't know, but um, Dragic could he could fall? He could slide right into the minutes Lowry played. That's fine. Yeah. You know who also I've always liked to um, who they have on their roster now is um, Sfi Mikalik, who yeah uh, I, I yeah. like him I like that guy he, he played some good minutes for Detroit a couple years ago uh, um, kind of got lost in the rotation in Oklahoma City last year but yeah I like him I like him I think I think I think that's a good position for him to do well Chris Boucher had a nice season last year I think he's a good player um, love yeah. OG this starting five man Fred VanVleet Gary Trent Jr OG Ananobi Pascal Siakam and Kim Birch, who actually I like. I like Kim Birch probably. I like Birch, too. I like Birch. Like, Birch does what he does. You know what I mean? So. They've got some Achiwa coming off the bench. They've got some Scotty Barnes, Michaelic, Dragic, Malachi Flynn. Yeah. That's a good roster, man. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's, it's nuts to me that people are – I hear, you know, all the preseason rankings of them have them low again. Like, why? Like, that team should be good. This team gonna... somehow managed to um, completely – Completely rebuild while staying competitive. Like I know they yes. weren't good last year, but they they didn't tank. Like they weren't in the toilet last year, it's, and it, and they're poised to be good this year. Toronto I, is they, a very so it's, a, it's, it's a very it's an organization that like it's like the epitome of what it is to be like 
well run and like take advantage of the opportunities you have. Yep. Like they had that team with Lowry and with DeRozan that honestly had a ceiling and that ceiling's name was LeBron James. Yep. Anytime they ran into LeBron, LeBron just, you know, absolutely destroyed their soul. Le- yep. LeBronto. You it was a whole name, <laughs> right? And and so they had the opportunity, Kawhi Leonard became available, they made the trade. That was a bold trade because that could have very easily have gone left. Yeah. And it worked as well as it possibly could have worked, and they got a title out of it. And then Kawhi decided he wanted to leave, and they've just, you know, quietly rebuilt a really good roster after losing their best player that took them to a championship. Yeah. And I don't think there's any reason to think this team is this team's definitely better than Boston. Like, like the rosters, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's no reason that this won't be, you know, a team competing for home field, home court advantage in the in the play in the in the uh, East, in my opinion. Yeah, I I I have them as a top four seed. I I really like what they're building, and I'm with you. I throw last season out. Like, I think, I yeah, I I toss out last season. It's just way too much. I've got them fifth, but you can talk me into them being, you know, for I think the top three, are, in my opinion, are probably pretty set. Yeah, but um. Also, keep in mind, this team is really poised to pounce on any star that becomes available. Um, yeah, they've, the, got, the, they've got salary yeah. and roster, or they've got salary and young assets and all kinds, of, uh, all, all kinds of potential here to jump on any kind of trade. Like all those guys that they've got, they could put into a trade package if Ben Simmons becomes available, if Damian Lillard becomes available. Somebody yeah. out there. Toronto is so, very poised to make a, make a, a very, very appealing package. Most interesting player on that team to me, honestly, Pascal Siakam. Yeah. There's been so many rumors about him. Toronto's not a type of a team that leaks a ton, that talks a lot about their players. You know, Masai runs a pretty tight ship in that way. Yeah. Um, Masai, I think, absolutely would trade Siakam for the right, you know, in the right situation for the right pick. But it doesn't seem as though there's any urgency for them to move Pascal Siakam. No, I don't think he wants to move him just to move him, right? I think he understands yeah. that Siakam's a really good piece. So that's why I remember earlier this season there was some Blazer like CJ McCollum, Pascal Siakam rumors, and that ne- I think I said it at the time, like that never made sense to me for Toronto. Yeah. Like the t- Toronto for Toronto, yeah, yeah for, yeah. for Portland, it makes a ton of sense, but for Toronto, yeah. it doesn't. It, that never made any sense to me. I was like, why would Toronto do that unless maybe Portland's sending a lot more assets? You know, right? That's it, I, I kind of feel that way about the Ben Simmons piece with Siakam. Like that kind of doesn't make a ton of sense. Siakam's kind of a poor man's Simmons who's better offensively, right? Like he. He could do some of the things Ben Simmons does as far as handling the ball and defending. He shoots better than Ben Simmons. He creates his own shot better than Ben Simmons. But he's not, I don't think he's, I, think, I would say Ben Simmons is the overall better player. I don't know that I would do that if I was, I don't know. It, 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 I don't know what I would do if I was Toronto with him. If, 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 if it's true that he was unhappy last year, you know, not being home, the situation really being not good for Toronto because of, you know, the COVID thing and they're in Canada and they couldn't go across the border. So they had to come to the States to play. Like that's just that we've said it a hundred times. That's reason enough for me to just disregard everything that happened last year from the players being unhappy, all of it. I'm just willing to just toss it out. Like, yeah, um, I'm with you. And I just like the, I like the roster too. And I'm not willing to hold anything, any of that against Siakam. Right, I'm not. I'm not. If if he's is kind of a pain in the butt again this year, we have problems again. Then maybe, but 
I'm just willing to, you know, a player reacting poorly to a bad situation is not a reason for me to trade him. Yeah, I agree. Um, all that to say, Scotty Barnes. God, yeah, you I, love you love you I, some Scotty Barnes. Some, just yeah. How about that? How about just a wing that can defend? How about that? Just go grab, get those guys on your team. It's a novel idea. <laughs> I, I, I think I said, th- this is why I've always kind of liked the Boston lineup, right? Is I think I've said before, just give me all 6'8", six, 6'9", six, wings that defend. Like, yeah. like switchy. <laughs> just give me a bunch of switchy athletic wings. Yeah. I you, love you, it. It's hard to go wrong. With those two guys in Boston, you'll be competitive. Yeah. If nothing else. Yeah, so they've got Scotty Barnes, OG Anunoby, and Precious Achua now, which is a really interesting trio to go with Pascal Siakam and some good guards in the backcourt. Gary like, Trent can score in buckets. Fred yeah. Van Vliet. Fred Van Vliet is, is limited in what he can do as a point guard, but, but I think very he's good. good. Mm-hmm. And he's Gordon Drogic, like all three of those guys can play together, right? Like you can play Drogic oh. and Trent, Drogic and, and Van Vliet, Van Vliet and Trent. You can play those three, three kind of interchangeably. And I kind of like Malachi Flynn too, although I know he's, he's still uh, – he's not there yet. But as your fourth guard, I kind of like that. It's so fun to me. I was all out on Toronto last year, and I'm back, now I'm back in. I'm in. No, I, I, it's fine. Um, you know, we, we do that, right? I, I was out on the 49ers last year uh, before they got hurt, right? Um, so it's, I, I would call my prediction they're incomplete, right? But um, Yeah, the injuries there kind of, yeah, yeah that kind of They had like historically it. bad injury. Like, and this year I like them, so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so next, the Philadelphia 76ers I've got second. I think it's pretty obvious who the number one team in this division is. I agree. Uh, um, the Brooklyn Nets. Now, let me ask um, you, if, if Ben Simmons, if all that was harmonious, right, uh, would you have Philly repeating as the number one seed, considering, considering no. all the, the load management of it all, you know? I would not, uh, okay. simply because I, I, think, I think, you know, spoiler alert, I think this is the season Brooklyn puts the hammer down. I, yeah. I, I, it, it, you know, given some, some injury luck, last year they, they had a lot of injury on luck. I don't even know if you can call it on luck with Kyrie Irving, who seems to get injured every season. But um, yeah, and he just you, took vacations, right? Hard, Harden got injured a lot. They they did rest the Durant a lot. He was coming off of his Achilles, so you know I think if they get some better injury luck, Brooklyn reloaded and retooled, and they've got you know three of the best offensive players in the league. And again, as long as those three guys are healthy and playing, they're the favorite, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I kind of um, like, they brought in like Javon Carter. They got uh, Sekudomboyo. Stop um, skipping the team we're talking about. We're not talking I'm about sorry, Brooklyn. I, I've been doing that the whole episode, and I apologize. You've done it like three times. Ooh, Ooh Brooklyn. Ooh, I'm sorry. It's your fault. You started talking about that. We're talking Philly. Yeah. I asked you a Philly question, and you said Brooklyn's going to put the medal down. So that's your well, fault. Well, yeah, because, well, yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's my fault. That's fair. <laughs> um, you know my favorite move that Philly did in the offseason? What's that? Uh, they signed Andre Drummond. And I love that so much. Because Andre <laughs> Drummond and Joel Embiid hate each other. <laughs> 2.4 million for Andre Drummond. Oof. That's a steal. I'm, I I'm honestly upset Charlotte didn't pay that for him. Like, yeah. That's all it took to get him. Like, sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take him for two. I, will, I won't pay 25 million for Andre Drummond. But I will pay two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, with you. He'll be fine. He'll take the minutes from Dwight Howard. They'll be fine. I think yeah. that's really good. Is there um, is 
they, I feel like they didn't go get shooting. They, they, they still need to go get shooting, right? No. D- 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 listen, here's what you need to understand. Ben Simmons just needs to miraculously develop a three. <laughs> the guy's never shot three his entire life. You dr- but he needs to now, at the age of 25, develop one. That's the problem. What about Tyrese Maxey? Can he develop as an offensive weapon? Yeah, I'm buying. I'm buying all the Maxey stock. I hated the rumors that were that Clutch was leaking that any deal, including Ben Simmons, need to include. Oh, they wanted to include Maxey. Like, just shut up, Clutch. What are you I doing? Love that. Like, just shut, <laughs> Clutch, uh, just shut, the, shut up, Clutch. It must be really hard to run an NBA team right now. I mean, I mean, <laughs> normally I'm on the players' side of most things, but like, I they got to be like, wait, what? <laughs> I know. Anytime they sign a player, they're like, who's his agent? Oh, my God. We got to get this guy back in here. <laughs> yeah, right? It's, oh, man. It probably, that probably plays a bigger role than we think. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm agent sure. is and their relationship with the GM. That probably I'm plays sure it a is, man. And think. I'm sure, like, you hear, like, Zach Lowe talks about stuff like this all the time where he talks about play, uh, teams, uh, general managers will do moves for for agents just as like favors to like stay yeah. in that in that agent's good graces yeah because these guys <laughs> these guys control the players honestly yeah. like they don't obviously the players make their own decisions but you know they can control where these guys are you know going for meetings and listening to in free agency like you don't want to until he's out of the league you don't want to piss off lebron james honestly yeah, yeah like you, absolutely. You, just, you just kind of don't it, it yeah. not that not saying that lebron will ever play for your team but he carries so much weight in the league that if Ben Simmons wants out and he's, you know, managed by his best friend. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how the league allows that, but okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> seems like seems like it'd be a conflict of interest, but <laughs> maybe. Just just slightly. I don't know what they could do about it though, you know? Yeah, I mean there's nothing you really can, yeah. What yeah. can you do about it? Uh, so yeah, Philly. No, I'm with you. There's not really a lot to say about Philly that we already haven't talked about with Ben Simmons, right? Is, yeah, it's the all elephant, about yeah, yeah. That's the elephant in the room. They didn't really do anything in the off season, so um, except Drummond. There's really not much that they added to this roster. So you know, Seth Curry is still going to be pretty much the only guy they can rely on for consistent at perimeter offense. You know, yeah. Um, and, uh, Tobias, and Tobias Harris. Harris is, Tobias Harris. I guess. Tobias Harris is a, he is a good player. Yeah. Can um, we change Tobias Harris's name to Tobias Harris, I guess? Yeah. That, yeah. That's his middle name. And Tobias, Tobias I, guess, I guess, Harris. I guess He's Harris. good. <laughs> I hate his contract, but he's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it, this team, is, it's hard to decide what, I, what you think this team is or is going to be until the Ben Simmons thing is resolved. Because... I don't know what they're going to end up getting back for Ben Simmons. I know they're not getting, you know, an all-star and <laughs> the four first-round picks. Yeah. I do. They're probably not getting that. And that's what they're asking for. <laughs> that's so, what the supposedly. asking price is now. And so that's why, like, you look around the league and it's like, well, where where is that? Like, you're talking – that's why Sacramento keeps coming up. A De'Aaron yeah. Fox, maybe a Tyrese Halliburton deal and some picks or something. Or, yeah. The but, CJ McCollum trade. And, but and, nobody and should picks. do that. Nobody should do that, right? So Portland should. But <sighs> but I have a feeling Portland called and said, hey, what do you think? CJ, a couple picks? And they said, and they no, said no. Dame. And they said, no, we want Dame and four picks. And Portland yeah. laughed. 
yeah. and then hung up. It sounds like that was the conversation. The conversation yeah. is the conversation with Portland is for Dame and not for CJ. Yeah. And Portland said no, which they no, should say no. That doesn't make any sense. Because if yeah. you are trading Dame, I would not trade Dame for, for Ben Simmons. That's not what I would want for a, no. a Dame package. Yeah, if I if I I mean you could talk me into Ben being the best option on the table if you have to trade Dame, but to me I want all the picks and I want to blow everything sky high. That's what yeah. I want. I want picks that Philly don't doesn't have. That's why yeah. I don't want Ben Simmons. Yep. Yep. Um but so I don't I don't know what Philly looks like. If Philly did trade Portland for did trade to Portland and get Dame, this might be the best team in the conference. Right, sure, like, yeah. D- Damon, uh, Damon, and Damon B would be ridiculous. Steph Curry, uh, Seth Curry shooting, Danny Green yeah. running around. That probably would. That might be the, one of the best teams in the conference. Yeah. If they trade him for, oh, I don't know, uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander. I like that trade, but that probably I don't think that makes them best team in the conference type of a deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. The team probably takes a small step back or stays neutral. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I've, I currently obviously have them as a playoff team uh, and have them around a four or five seed, but I don't know. Could still be good. They were the best record in the East last year and they just, they, you know, they have to resolve this Ben Simmons thing one way or the other, whether it's trade him or announce that you're not trading him. Or say that we're just going to sit him until we figure out what to do with him. It's kind of like what New Orleans did with Anthony Davis. They're like, we're just going to sit him until we get him moved. Yeah, which makes sense. And New Orleans ended up getting a ton out of Anthony Davis. Yeah, they waited. New Orleans recognized that they did not have to trade him right now. Yeah, so they waited for (laughs) L.A. to back up the They waited until the deal they wanted came to them, which is what exactly what Philly should do. Like, there's there's no urgency to trade him right now. Now, the urgency for them to do something with him is Joel Embiid. Yeah. Because you do have one of those guys that can win you a title, and – we who knows how long that window is going to stay open right yeah. like Embiid could we could start to see you know his health he's been he's been pretty durable the last couple of seasons he missed some he time last year um much more durable than I thought he'd be in his career so kudos to him for that um so I don't know Philly is an incomplete I just it, it's hard to know what that team is I it been, and I just want I want everyone to stop throwing out dumb Ben Simmons straights <laughs> <laughs> they're not trading they're not trading uh, Chicago is not trading <laughs> and I've got I've gone I've gone done such like a, a a circus of a move around Zach Levine like I've gone from hating Zach Levine, Zach Levine to overrating Zach Levine back to hating Zach Levine to now I'm back like there's no way I trade Ben Simmons for Zach Levine <laughs> <laughs> It's just the, been such a journey for me. The, the thing is, I, I would hate Lonzo Ball and, and Ben Simmons playing games. It would be so bad. I would hate that. Yeah. It'd be awful. It'd be yeah. And like, I, I like what the Bulls have done. I think the Bulls have built a nice little team. So Yeah, the, the, Zach, Ben Simmons makes no sense on that roster. Zach Levine makes all the sense on that roster. Okay, let's quickly talk Brooklyn. Because Philly, I mean, yeah. that's that's really what Philly is. They didn't really Yeah, let's move on that, to Brooklyn. So. Uh, you know, yeah, they didn't really do very many things. Uh, Brooklyn, you know, they added some stuff. They, uh, they added Patty Mills, who's a great yeah. fit there. They added Javon Carter, Saku Dumboya. Uh, they brought back Blake Griffin. They brought, it looks like Marcus Aldridge is going to give it another go. Yeah. Uh, which, which I, I hope he's healthy. I hope that works out well for him. Um, and, uh, did they have Jaleel Okafor last year or is that a new addition? Uh, 
is he there? I don't know if yeah. Okafor is there or not. He's it listed on their then. roster. So. He must be new then. Um, so, you know, they don't have DeAndre Jordan anymore, but, you know, he was That's kind fine. of, a, he's kind of past where he was. So they, 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 they've got the, you know, Paul Millsap. They've got Paul Millsap. Yeah. I missed that. Okay. They signed Paul Millsap. All right. That'll work. So Millsap and Aldridge, that'll work. Um, that's a phenomenal 2014 pairing. Woo! Talk about it. Hey, the 2014 finals Nets versus Lakers would be incredible, wouldn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, th- that being said, yeah, Brooklyn's the Harden, Durant, Irving we proved that it is uh, really difficult to stop. Yeah, and, when uh, those guys are healthy and on the court, and the, the thing that's crazy is they didn't really play a lot together last year. They didn't, and I, I honestly think it's going to be similar this year. I think they're going to kind of alternate quite a bit. So yeah, I think that that team, if everything is healthy and those guys really do play together, that team's going to walk to the best record in the league. Yeah. So I, I got to ask, if they don't win the finals, or if they don't make yeah. the finals again, um, Harden and Irving both have player options. Do they opt in next year? Or do they resign next year, or do they go somewhere else? I don't know. I think that's, a, that's an open-ended question. They've got yeah. Durant on the hook for the, for the long term. Yeah. So Durant's there. And I mean, the, I the Nets will want to re-sign them, right? Of course. They, it's not like they're not going to have like a, a lot of cap room or anything of course. like that. The Nets, so. the Nets will pay whatever they have to pay to re-sign yeah. both of those guys. Yeah. Um, the question is just, will they re-sign? Yeah. And Harden, I would probably lean to yes. I think Harden probably would, simply because where else is James Harden going to go? It's true, yeah. Um, no, nowhere else has money. So nowhere like, else has the money or the like pedigree. Other than playing in Brooklyn with Kevin Durant, right? Like, yeah. where else is he going? So you'd make more money and be more competitive than anywhere else yeah. by staying in Brooklyn. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that makes sense. Kyrie's always a wild card. Who Kyrie, knows? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to know what Kyrie Irving even wants out of an yeah. NBA career at this point, you know? Yeah. Um, Does he want his own team? Does he want It's possible he might retire, honestly. Yeah, yeah like, you never know. Um, I would lean to he resigns like a two-year deal. Okay. That would be what I would, that's just completely be guessing, obviously. Okay. But That makes sense. Or like a one and one Like a one and one year like with a year option or something. Yeah. Um, I think Harden resigns five years all the money. Mm-hmm. He, he buys in like Durant does. And then I, my guess would be, I don't know, maybe Irving does the same thing. But um, I don't know. It's just, he's, he's just such a, a difficult player to even figure out. It's hard to know what he even wants. Right? Yeah. Like, um, but if those guys resign, then they're gonna be long term. Those three are enough to keep you, you know, at the top of the East. Mm-hmm. Which is why it's so frustrating as a Hornets fan to watch them make good moves the last couple years and just know that you're never beating Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, we've been doing everything right for four years. Guess what? We're never making the finals. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Ah, so that's our that's our that's our Atlantic. Did you have anything else you wanted to add about Brooklyn? I don't. I I like Patty Mills backing up Kyrie, and Patty Mills will eventually start thirty games. Yeah, yeah, Uh, he's very likely to start thirty games. Absolutely. (laughs) Um. But uh, yeah, that's the best team in the conference. I think Mm -hmm. I would put them above Milwaukee. I would put them above Miami. Um. I'd put them above Philly. That's definitely probably, I think, 
tiers above the rest of the conference. Yeah, barring like serious injuries to two of those guys, like I just yeah, yeah I don't I don't see how they aren't. And even the, if it, even if those two guys, even if those two injuries are not Durant, as long as Durant's healthy on that team, that's the best team in the conference. Yeah, because Durant be is just Durant. Uh, Durant is unguardable at this. Yeah, point. it's it's unbelievable what he was able to do to come back from that injury because that's an injury a lot of players don't come back from, especially yeah. at his age. Most don't. So yeah. Durant is, it's, you know, you know, we can have and have had long-winded discussions about all the aspects of Durant we don't like. But when that guy steps on the basketball court, there's been few players in league history that have been as good as him. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's incredible. Um, you know, as, as, you know, Twitter aside, he's, he's incredible. <laughs> yeah, and it's also worth mentioning, it's worth mentioning that they were a Kevin Durant toe away from probably winning the title last year. Yeah, yeah. Always, and worth, that's always worth mentioning. With all the injuries and with all of the inconsistencies of lineups, they still almost won the title. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Let's let's call it. Call We've it. Gone long. Always. Uh, I've got so just to recap my ranking for the East. I've got Brooklyn, Philly, Toronto, New York, Boston, with four of those teams making the the playoffs, and the Boston Celtics missing. Four in again. I love it. I love it. All right. So uh, before we go, let me just mention it really helps us out. If you go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and leave us a nice review. So please do. That about does it for this week. You can find us on Facebook, download us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, check us out at twoguyspodcast.com. You should also follow us on Twitter at twoguysdwayne and at twoguysbrandon. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. It's that infinite, fill in the gap synonyms. Extract minerals, twist it and dash cinnamon. Flavorful, neighbor sniffing from the kitchen. We cooking up that supreme wrap and then we dish it. Yo. Your attention's on the fire. Cause on the mic, I call experience. I'm like a giant. I'm like a giant. Nobody move. Yeah. Don't even sleep. Ready to ill. Ready to get it. Ready to kill. Ready to ill. Ready to kill. Yeah. I'm like a giant. I'm like a giant. I'm like a giant. This is sabotage. Nobody move. Yeah.